Welcome to The Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. I'm Charlie Wright and very pleased you've joined us today and can promise a very different and interesting conversation with Rob Davidson, CEO of Cure Pharmaceutical, a drug delivery technology company who seeks to improve the delivery of medications through a proprietary medication delivery system called CureFilm with their headquarters in Oxnard. Rob, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Oh, thank you for having me today. So, Rob, you've been the CEO uh, three previous times. They've all worked out well, I understand. You've been on several boards of directors, all in the pharmaceutical company industry. Your education is in biological sciences with various types of public health degrees from University of Cambridge, Liberty uh, University, Villanova, and even elsewhere. So give us a brief background of your uh, of your professional life here, Rob. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, 25 years, I think you said it uh, accurately, 25 years in really the drug delivery technology space, uh, developing new platforms on how medicine is delivered to patients, really to create a more efficacious uh, delivery system uh, that has less side effects, less, less, less uh, toxicology, and uh, just, uh, you know, works, works quicker and uh, easier to use for the patient's experience. Okay, so Rob, you know, we very rarely interview somebody from a particular company. And again, as, as we've talked about, our show is all about investing. Uh, and usually we're talking with hedge fund managers, portfolio managers, chief uh, investment officers, etc. But your guys, you guys are a publicly traded stock, correct? We are. We're on the OTCQB. Okay, the OTCQB. And so uh, we're talking to you today. Uh, this is not a promotion of any type, uh, but you've got a very, very interesting product. Uh, you guys are quite new. And so uh, for investors, we thought this could be a very interesting conversation. So let's talk about drug delivery technology. What does that mean to, you know, uh, us neophytes here in the pharmaceutical world? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think everyone's pretty used to uh, taking a pill, uh, taking a pill, drinking water, taking a medication or prescriptions that way, or sometimes even injections, which is not always the best way. And believe it or not, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but 40% of the population have difficulty swallowing pills due to a, you know, uh, a condition called dysphagia. Uh, so it's very difficult for them to swallow pills. Uh, they don't comply with the medicine uh, regimen uh, because of the difficulty, so they don't get the effects uh, that they need to if they're sick or if they have a chronic illness. So what we're doing is we're looking at, listen, in the last 50 years, uh, technology really hasn't changed that much in how we deliver medications. So Cure was uh, founded on the premise of developing a better way to deliver uh, medications to the patient population more effectively, not having to swallow uh, large pills, uh, being able to deliver the active uh, into the bloodstream, uh, bypassing the gut or the stomach so it gets into the blood more effectively, 
uh, potentially using less active, having less side effects. That's really what we're all about. We're looking at widening what we call the therapeutic index for the patient and making it more effective and uh, really more pleasant to uh, take the medication with the, with less side effects, um, Charlie. So we'll, we, we uh, have a proprietary platform delivery technology uh, that allows us to put multiple actives, a high amount of active in a thin film. Uh, we call it an oral dissolvable thin film, and uh, we can do many things with that. You know, Rob, uh, first of all, you're preaching to the choir here, uh, because uh, I, I t- I've taken medi- this certain medication all my life, and uh, one is I'm supposed to always take it with food, and that, 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 that's a problem or an issue often, and... Uh, uh, you know, you don't want to take things through your stomach uh, for decades and decades, and so they always say you have to be careful with it, so I've always been concerned about that. And then because of that, I have a tendency to have osteoporosis, so I'm supposed to take calcium. These calcium pills seem like they're as big as a telephone pole, and there's no way that I can take them, and so I have to take them through chewable candy, which I don't want to do, so I know exactly what you're talking about here, okay? And it's an issue. So, so Tell us, I've seen patches, okay, where people would take aspirin or something like that through patches, uh, but that's not what you guys do. That's not your technology, correct? That's correct. Our, our technology is uh, delivering it in the uh, oral cavity, which is the mouth, uh, and we do several ways, under the tongue, which is considered sublingual, and then uh, between the cheek and gum, which is typical to uh, when uh, baseball players, for example, chew tobacco and they put that on this cheek and gum uh, area and in the inside of the mouth, that's a very good portal or delivery area to get an active right into the blood. So they're getting the nicotine right into the blood that way. We're getting uh, the appropriate drug actives into the blood. It doesn't go through the gut. It doesn't matter if you ate or not. And you have less side effects. Look, most of the side effects really are because you're going through the gut first. Then it gets, uh, you know, through the gut, it gets cleaved, it causes irritation, and then it goes into the liver, and you get this whole amount of active in the liver. So these are where the toxic effects happen. If you can put it into the blood and it gets diluted over the time in the blood, um, you know, and then it hits the liver, you're clearing it as it naturally should be cleared little little by little and also getting it into the blood to be more efficacious, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, so, so give us some examples of what you've done. So, so number one, to make sure that, that I understand it and uh, perhaps help some uh, of our listeners here, you guys are not a pharmaceutical company in terms of the deliverable. You are a company that, uh, a drug delivery technology company who figures out better ways to deliver pharmaceutical drugs to the patient without going through the stomach and those kinds of things, correct? C- correct, correct. And then you, you partner you, you partner with other co- with pharmaceutical companies and you make their uh, their medications available through this drug delivery system through your technology. That's accurate. That's that's absolutely accurate. Um, basically, if you can imagine a company coming to us and really um, they have a uh, active, well, let's talk emergency medicine, uh, for example, uh, aspirin, right, in a pill form, uh, creates irritation in the gut. 
but it is uh, it, it's important to have aspirin with you in case you're having a heart attack or a stroke, any ischemic event. They tell you to take the aspirin, put it under the tongue, chew it, and uh, hopefully you dissolve it and try to get into the blood as quick as possible. Well, if we can if we can take uh, aspirin, for example, or any emergency medicine, it doesn't have to be aspirin, and put it on a thin film, and you don't need a glass of water, you don't need to drink it, you can just place it into the mouth, into the oral cavity, under the tongue or on the cheek and gum. We make it mucoadhesive so it stays uh, attached to the side of the mouth inside. Uh, it will deliver it effectively and fast into the blood, and uh, you, you know, you'll have the, you'll have the uh, efficacious effect that you need immediately. Okay, so tell us, um, Cure, Pharma, Cure Pharma started in 2011. Uh, this is not um, a technology everybody's talking about, you know, any place that I go to. So uh, how recent is it, and do you have competitors all over the place, or are there three companies in the country that do this? Tell us about that, uh, the, the technology of it all, and companies who are focused on this. Absolutely. So, yeah, thin film technology, everybody probably listening remembers the Listerine uh, thin film. That was really the early stage uh, thin film technology, if you will, except less complex. So, it, you know, we started in 2011 with the premise of developing a thin film technology that can deliver drugs effectively. But we, very, but it was a big challenge because the challenge is how do you put the active in a thin film effectively? How do you get the amounts of needed of the active in the thin film? There was no technology that can do that. And there was no technology at the time that can stabilize it, as well as if you wanted to deliver combination actives. How do you do that? So we took on that challenge in 2011, and honestly took us about six uh, years to develop the technology where it could be scalable and it could be stable, and we could do high amounts of active. To our knowledge, we are the only ones that can put the amount of active and the combinations of actives that we uh, can today, and we could do above 200 milligrams of active on a thin film, and we can do up to five or six actives in one thin film. Uh, there are some other companies working on thin film. There's probably about six or seven, Charlie, that are in the, I say, in the industry that are uh, that are known. But we are still on the, uh, you know, ground floor of this delivery system and this technology, and, and it's starting. To, it's starting to gain critical mass uh, now, and, and it's a very exciting time for for the technology itself. Yeah, and, and it, it sounds like it, it should well be. So give us some examples here. Uh, who are some of your clients, and how is this stuff delivered, and how is it going? Yeah, so we, we work with, uh, as you, uh, you know, astutely said earlier, we work with partners that, uh, you know, looking to get some of their uh, actives, uh, you know, delivered more effectively, uh, some of the challenging actives. Uh, specific, uh, we just uh, filed a pre-IND uh, for uh, sildenafil, Sidenafil, um, the active uh, is uh, used in Viagra. Uh, Sidenafil's generic uh, will be the generic form of Viagra. Uh, we filed a pre-IND to deliver Sidenafil uh, more effectively using our thin film technology, having a faster onset, uh, which is obviously important if uh, if you're uh, a male taking the uh, medication. And, uh, you know, also with uh, potentially uh, using less dose and less side effects uh, associated with uh, the use of the Sidenafil product. So that's one of, uh, that's one of our lead prescription products. 
Uh, we also are working in the uh, endocannabinoid space, uh, which is, uh, you know, you may have heard of uh, cannabinoid molecules that are uh, very effective in uh, certain treatments. Uh, GW Pharmaceutical just did a cannabinoid CBD oil uh, that was uh, approved by the FDA for epilepsy. Uh, they have to deliver it under the tongue using an oil, and it doesn't stay in place. So there's some difficulties with how they're delivering it. We believe we can effectively deliver cannabinoid molecules using our thin film technology, the mucoadhesive components, the encapsulation technology uh, that we incorporate into our thin film. Not to get too much into the science, but we could deliver it more effectively and efficiently. And and that's that's an exciting area for us because to us, the endocannabinoid system uh, is a new frontier of medicine. Okay. And are all of these uh, prescription medications that uh, you do, or could you do some uh, over-the-counter stuff? We can do some over-the-counter as well. Uh, we are looking and working with some uh, larger groups that we haven't announced yet um, for functional nutraceuticals, uh, mainly in the botanical space. Uh, delivering those more effectively uh, and efficiently as well, um, but the, uh, the the answer is we can we can do across the uh, vertical path of nutraceuticals, pharmaceuticals, uh, even medical foods. Uh, you know we're we're able to uh, partake in, and then a whole side we haven't talked about on the thin film is the uh, veterinarian market. If you ever tried to give a dog or a cat a pill. Uh, it's pretty difficult. Uh, you know, they spit them out usually. I don't know how. They figure out how to take it out of the bread or the peanut butter or whatever you're trying to deliver it with. Uh, you know, to be able to deliver medication to your your animals using, let's call it a bacon or a chicken-flavored thin film, uh, you know, it's like a treat for them. And it's mucoadhesive. They can't spit it out. Uh, and you know they're getting the dose that they need to get. So it's exciting. It's a, it's a great vertical to be uh, to utilize for thin film. Okay. Now, again, we, we understand you guys are in the, the early phases here, and uh, I guess we could call this, uh, give this part of the, the generic industry of biotech, right? Yeah, yeah, more on the, uh, I'd call it drug delivery technology, but, uh, you know, it, it can fit within the biotech sector, too. That's the thing. We can deliver um, potentially uh, APIs or active ingredients from the biotech side, from the pharmaceutical side, um, you know, biosimilars. There's a lot of potential, uh, you know, that, that has uh, been untapped. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not an easy task. Uh, you know, it's difficult to stabilize some of these molecules. We can't deliver everything. Uh, we're, le- we're working on large molecules as well, but that's a difficult process. Currently, we are able to deliver uh, small molecules effectively and some of the medium-sized molecules. Okay, and um, so we're talking about a research firm here. Uh, as I recall, you guys are fairly lean in the number of employees. Do you farm out some of that research? Uh, how do you handle the, the, the research? So all the, uh, all the research on formulations and development and scalability, we're vertically integrated. We are a uh, FDA-registered drug facility. Uh, pharmaceutical facility manufacturing. We also have the highest level uh, license from the DEA, Schedule One license, which allows us to do research and manufacturing on cannabinoid molecules um, and, and other Schedule One drugs. Uh, so that's really important. That's unusual. Uh, we're one of the uh, only drug delivery companies in the U.S. that have that. 
the only thing we do farm out would be clinical research on human subjects. We would use a uh, private CRO group or a university. Uh, we do have affiliations with a multitude of universities. Uh, one of the largest uh, you know, universities in cannabinoid research is out of Israel, and we do that with uh, Technion Institute out of Israel. Okay, well, you, you, you're one busy guy here, Rob. Uh, <laughs> you've, <laughs> <Yeah>, got, <absolutely. laughs> you've got lots of balls to balance in the air, right? <laughs> All these things going on. How, how would you uh, d- describe for us or, or tell us a couple of the, the, the biggest challenges you have? I mean, you, you're talking about research, but then you've got to take things to these pharmaceutical companies and convince them that they should partner with you to offer uh, your delivery system to their clientele. I, I'm sure that they're concerned about a number of things, um, you know, with laws, regulations, etc. And then you've got to uh, see that the public gets this. Uh, People have to prescribe it at the present time, or the professionals have to prescribe it. Well, what are some of the challenges you're facing at this time in in, in, uh, this area that has so many moving parts? That's a great question, uh, and, and there are there are a multitude of challenges, as with anything that is new and and, uh, and anything that is you know your uh, early stage in trying to gain critical mass. Um, I would say the the research side of the business or the formulation and development side, you can make almost anything in the lab. To your point, you, know, you mentioned that and started with that. But to be able to scale it up is always a challenge, uh, to, to make it scalable and to make it affordable. The nice thing is uh, we developed a facility uh, to be a, a small footprint facility, highly automated, uh, highly scalable, uh, and highly sustainable in itself, uh, you know, in its energy use and, and uh, how many employees we need to run a facility and get, uh, you know, millions and millions of units out of it. So that part, we, we've taken that seven and eight years time period to really develop out, and we've gotten through some of those hurdles, which were difficult. I think the biggest uh, hurdle, though, in being a new drug delivery uh, technology is really patient education, right? Uh, we're so used to taking pills. And we're so used to uh, solutions or, you know, going to the doctor and getting an injection. Uh, we're, not, we're not used to this delivery system. So really educating, uh, I think, the healthcare providers and the patient population about this new technology and why it's more efficient and why it could be safer and better for you, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge that we have. Um, it, it, it's definitely um, a challenge I think we could, we could uh, you know, uh, work through. And I think because of the benefits and use of the thin film, uh, I think we'll, we're, uh, we're on our way to gaining that critical mass uh, in the marketplace. Uh, and also, Charlie, just to, just to add on to that, uh, if you think about companies uh, that, uh, that have a uh, drug product coming off a patent, and they want to uh, extend life of the patent and make another a new generation of their drug uh, product, but make it better and more efficacious uh, for their already uh, established patient base. You know, utilizing a thin film technology to deliver it, I think, is a windfall for them. And I think that, that you know, we've had a lot of companies coming to us. We really haven't launched business development yet. So it shows us, you know, great opportunity uh, at the onset. Uh, which is very, very exciting. 
Well, that's, uh, th- those are some great, great points here. So tell us, and again, uh, as we mentioned, Rob, uh, our show is all about investing, okay? And although this is very interesting stuff, drug delivery, technology, etc., uh, our show is all about, uh, you know, how to invest prudently and effectively. So uh, other than focusing on a particular company, uh, such as uh, uh, Cure Pharma, uh, to invest in, how do you're, you're on the inside, we're not. How do you see someone investing in this space effectively? Yeah, that, that's a good question. There are, there are definitely some, uh, you know, uh, group, banks, uh, investment banking groups, and and uh, funds that look at uh, you know biotech and drug delivery technology. There's really been an increase uh, emergence of new drug delivery uh, companies uh, because a lot of the molecules that are being developed in research right now. Uh, are difficult to deliver uh, to the body uh, because of the nature of the molecule and properties of the molecule, but have great potential uh, for uh, different diseases and cancer or, you know, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. But it's tough to deliver these molecules. Uh, so the, uh, you know, that, that industry, the drug delivery technology industry is growing exponentially. For example, Cowan Falls, uh, a lot of these uh, drug delivery companies in nanotechnology and nano encapsulation, uh, you know, and um, transdermal new upcoming transdermal delivery systems and buckle delivery systems, time release. Uh, you know, it's really important for uh, the next generation of uh, pharmaceuticals and uh, treatments uh, for a whole host of disease states. Okay, uh, we, we appreciate that. That, that. that was a tough question, no, no question about it. So, so l- let's change uh, the focus just a little bit here. Uh, we have what many, you know, feel are uh, a pharmaceutical industry that in many ways has been out of control. Uh, we had uh, Martin Scarelli and, uh, you know, Congress and, and even the White House today are always beating up, I have to tell you, on pharmaceutical companies and telling them that they need to uh, decrease their expenses, etc. Is this an area that um, your particular niche of drug delivery technology is real concerned about, or are, are, are the concerns far enough away from you that you really you, you see yourselves more as part of the solution rather than part of the problem? Well, that's, that's a great question, and uh, it, probably near and dear to my heart, absolutely, um, is the social impact aspects of healthcare and the pharmaceutical industry. So we do believe we, we are part of the solution. The company was founded on the premise of really um, the team came together to figure out a solution in delivering medication for pediatric malaria uh, patients uh, in Africa and making it more effective and cost-effective uh, for logistics, shipping. So that's why we developed the thin film technology and, uh, you know, with that approach, creating an automated process. Uh, in manufacturing, uh, highly scalable, less costly, uh, less use of energy, so we could uh, transfer that um, cost, uh, you know, that savings to the patient. And and I think that's important. I think uh, it's gotten out of hand a little bit in the pricing in the pharmaceutical industry. I think we've lost sight of why we're really in the business. Uh, You know, in in the healthcare, it's hopefully to uh, have an impact on patients' lives and create a healthier lifestyle. So for us, I think we, we, we feel we're part of that solution and uh, intend to uh, continue down that path. 
Okay, so so if you had a window into the next uh, five years here, Rob, um, without uh, giving away any uh, company or family secrets here, what are the kinds of things that you foresee for drug delivery technology systems here? Can we speak for for us? Sure. I see what's out there as well on the periphery, but I'll, I'll say this: that um, you know, there's a lot there's a lot more advancement happening in the uh, we'll call it the drug delivery um, world, including uh, nanotechnology. Uh, I think nanotechnology was a big buzzword 10, 15 years ago, but not, it was never really able to be scaled at the level that it could be effective for um, delivering medication to the body and, and really creating more of a targeted delivery and, and uh, personalized medicine, if you will. Uh, the one-size-fits-all adage to medicine I think it's going to be outdated shortly. I think in the next three to five years, you're going to see a huge shift in how we treat disease and how we treat individual patients. It's going to be more of a personalized uh, approach. Uh, we're not all made the same. Uh, we all have different weights, different DNA, different uh, attributes that you know some drug actives work on and some drug actives don't. So I think you're going to see a shift in how we uh, treat patients and disease states. Yeah, that that's... Uh... Uh, you know, it needs to be highly personalized. Uh, I know that uh, I've heard uh, complaints from people individually saying that a husband and a wife, uh, you know, suffering from the same condition would typically be given the same dosage of a particular medication. But the husband weighs 225 pounds and the wife weighs, uh, you know, 112 and so uh, why would they be given the same dose? And uh, I believe I heard you say one time that, hey, that's the way that these uh, tests are given. And uh, that's just what they do. And so they hand the information over to the physicians and they just kind of blindly uh, prescribe the same dosage. Uh, so that, that would well, seem yeah. to fit what you're talking about. Well, it does, and that, and that's why we're super. We're very excited about thin film. If you think about thin film, Charlie, if you have a hundred milligram active in a thin film, and uh, you know we're able to start doing that personalized dose based on your weight, right? For example, uh, maybe your wife needs uh, you know uh, twenty five milligrams. Uh, you cut that strip, you know, in a quarter, uh, you know, in in fourths you would have exactly 25 milligrams. It's titrated and homogenous throughout the thin film. Uh, for example, a 100 milligram strip, if a pediatric patient needs 50 milligrams, you could split that strip directly in half, no fragmentation, no difficulty as in you know trying to break a pill in half. Uh, you never know if you're getting the full dose. There's a lot of complications with that. Uh, we're able to, um, you know, titrate that and, and create a homogenous uh, formulation that you can just uh, titrate the thin film as you go. And think about this further. You could create a device that actually uh, in clinics and hospitals that will cut the thin film into its precise dose form based on the weight or the needs of the patient. Uh, that's that's where we get really excited about thin film technology. You know that 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 is uh, very interesting to me because again I've been on this one medication basically my whole life, and I take half a pill, okay, in the late afternoon, and I wonder most every day when I take it, am I getting half of this medicine? Or, or, you know, is it split out evenly among these pills here? Or am I getting an overdose or an underdose here? And right. from what you just said, it sounds like I may not be getting exactly 50% with pills, right? 
Right, right, exactly. And it's very difficult uh, to split these pills sometimes in half, right, and, and get it exactly in half yeah, without it fragmenting. Yeah, yeah you don't get it exactly in half. That's the way it goes. Right. Okay, so exactly. for those who would like to know more, Rob, where can they go, what can they do? So, uh, to, to learn more about Cure, uh, yeah. right on our website at uh, curepharma.com. Uh, that, that's, uh, we have a presentation on the website. We have information. Uh, we have press releases. Uh, so you can find quite a bit of information about Cure Pharmaceutical. Okay. So final words for our listeners here, Rob. So, uh, wow, yeah, just keep an eye out on the uh, market sector for uh, drug delivery technology. I think it's uh, up and coming, thin film technology in particular. Um, you know, we're definitely looking at ways to uh, better uh, patients' experience with uh, the taking their medications and uh, creating, uh, you know, more of a healthier lifestyle. So, uh, you know, stay tuned to, you know, Cure Pharmaceuticals' website. Uh, we can also be found, uh, you know, not to be too promotional, but we do have uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and uh, Facebook uh, that we uh, typically post on. Okay. Well, Rob, this has definitely been interesting, been very different from our normal interviews. We really appreciate your patience with us and uh, getting <laughs> more granular than probably most of your uh, conversations. And uh, but, but it's been very, very interesting. And we offer our best wishes to you and uh, to Cure Pharma for continued success in uh, this uh, obviously important aspect of the medical world here. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me today, Charlie. Again, we've been talking with Rob Davidson, CEO of Cure Pharmaceutical. That's Cure Pharma. You've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. I'm Charlie Wright. We'd love to have you contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and go to our website to hear podcasts of all of our interviews and shows, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright wishing you an enjoyable week and productive investing. Strategic Investor Radio is a production of OC Talk Radio and is provided for educational purposes only. Content of this program and the views of the guests should not be considered as recommendations by OC Talk Radio or investment advice from the host Charlie Wright or any other entity attached to this production. Investors should always consult qualified financial, investment, tax, or legal professionals prior to investing.